Hi, my name is Ashley Aiken, and this is Discovering Indigenous, a podcast devoted to discovering why Indigenous poverty rates are so high and how to lower them. Today on Discovering Indigenous, I will be talking about poverty among Indigenous people, what causes it, and what can be done to help reduce the number of people living in poverty. But first, this episode is brought to you by SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a mobile-focused ticket platform that enables users to buy and sell tickets for live sports, concerts, and theater events. Click the link in the description or download the SeatGeek app today. Use promo code Ashley to get 40% off your first purchase. Now imagine, you're an indigenous person living on a reserve. You start each day in an overcrowded, inaccurate home likely in need of repairs, has mold, and may not even have drinking water. Well, that's the reality for one in five Indigenous people as of 2016. Now you may be wondering, how does that happen? Well, Indigenous poverty started at the beginning of colonization, when Indigenous people were forced to live on less valuable land, basically the land the settlers didn't want. Colonization even forced some Indigenous groups like the Inuit to move up north, and they still live there today. Among many isolated indigenous communities like the Inuit, food prices are extraordinarily higher than they would be in towns or cities or more established areas. For example, they are paying $20 for a head of cabbage, which I think is completely unreasonable, and prices like these are one of the reasons indigenous people experience more poverty than non-indigenous Canadians. Another cause of poverty among indigenous is racial discrimination in the workplace. It stems from attitudes passed down from European settlers. A lot of people believe the misconceptions and stereotypes surrounding Indigenous people. Stereotypes like all Indigenous people are alcoholics, drug addicts, and lazy. These stereotypes can seriously hurt a person's chances of getting a job. If the employer believes these stereotypes, they may deny them the job. And it's hard to not live in poverty when you can't get a job because of stereotypes out of your control. Poverty among Indigenous and education are inexplicably linked. This is for many reasons, one of them being education programs on reserves. Many schools on reserves are chronically underfunded because of a funding gap between First Nations schools and other schools across Canada. This funding gap averages about 30%. This funding gap makes it very difficult for Indigenous people to receive the same quality education as non-Indigenous children as a result making it harder for them to get into university or get a job, leaving them living in poverty. Another reason relating education to poverty among Indigenous is bullying in schools. Many Indigenous children attending a school not on a reserve have reported being bullied for being Indigenous. This bullying leads to more Indigenous students dropping out of school, approximately 43% of aboriginals between the ages of 20 and 24 have not graduated from high school. Not even having a high school diploma makes it very difficult to get a job that pays well enough, especially if you have a family to support. Speaking of supporting your family, that leads me to my next point. Another reason Indigenous students drop out of school is because they are working a job to help support their family. Some Indigenous families don't have enough money to live, so they rely on their children to help pay the bills. But like I said before, without a good education, a well-paying job becomes almost impossible to get. As a result, making it very hard for Indigenous people to get out of poverty because they are working low-income jobs. Another cause of poverty among Indigenous is low self-esteem. A lot of Indigenous people have low self-esteem because of their living conditions. Unhealthy living conditions can affect a person's mental and physical well-being. 
as well as lead to mental health issues. Growing up in poverty may make Indigenous people believe that that's what the rest of their life is going to look like. If they don't have anyone encouraging them to get out of poverty, they may not believe that they can, so they don't even try. Living in poverty can cause Indigenous people to develop depression due to their living and working conditions. Since they are living in horrible living conditions and most likely working a back-breaking job where they barely make ends meet, that can cause them to become depressed about their life, and they might even turn to drugs or alcohol as an escape. It's hard to present well in a job interview when one is struggling with so much beneath the surface. Now you may be wondering, what can be done to solve this problem? Well, here are a few solutions I've come up with. Starting with insane prices that isolated indigenous communities have to pay for food. Since the Canadian government forced them to live so far away from towns and cities, I think the Canadian government should pay for the shipping cost of the food. This would save indigenous people tons of money. Also, putting an end to racial discrimination in the workplace will help lower poverty rates among Indigenous. If the Canadian government would pass a law that makes it illegal for employers to discriminate against employees because of their skin color, then it would be much easier for Indigenous people to find a job. Next is education. Like previously mentioned, education is linked to poverty. The first thing the Canadian government could do to better the education of Indigenous children is give them more funding so that they can have the same quality of education as non-Indigenous children. Also, I think the government should make Indigenous history and culture a mandatory part of the kindergarten to grade 12 curriculum. If students understand what happened to Indigenous people in the past, they will better be able to empathize and reconcile with them. If students are educated on the current lives of Indigenous, they will understand why the stereotypes about Indigenous people they see in the media are untrue. I believe educating students on Indigenous history and culture will make them more accepting of Indigenous people, resulting in less bullying, meaning that Indigenous children won't have to drop out of school because of bullying. Another way to keep Indigenous children in school is to not make them choose between school and supporting their family. For example, if students need to work to help take care of their family, schools should be understanding of that and offer an adapted schedule so that the student can support their family and get an education. To help boost the self-esteem of Indigenous people, I think the government and schools should encourage them to stay in school. I think knowing that someone believes in you and thinks you can make a better life for yourself will give you the confidence to make a better life for yourself. Also, I think Indigenous people should have access to resources to help them with their mental health. Now, these solutions may not end poverty among Indigenous completely, but they sure are a start. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Discovering Indigenous. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you learned something new. I will be back again next week with another podcast, so please tune back in, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. (music) Bye.